Hey everyone, this is Adam Ellenboss from Nightlight Astrology, and today we are going to take a look at the last quarter moon in the sign of Taurus, which came through early this morning. By the time that you're watching this, it's already uh, passing by, but today is effectively the last quarter moon, and so we're going to talk about that last quarter moon in light of the fact that there are a number of things happening at the same time or right around the conclusion of this moon cycle that are really poignant, and it makes, I mean, you guys watch my channel, no, I don't, it's not every month that I sit and talk about a last quarter moon. Um, generally speaking, unless there's a lot of other things happening around a last quarter moon, there's almost always a bigger transit for me to be talking about. Uh, but in this case, uh, at least from my perspective, this last quarter moon is very powerful. And so I want to talk about that and tell you why. There's five features of this last quarter moon that I want to draw your attention to and talk about broadly as we experience it today and as we push through the last week of the moon cycle before the next new moon, which also uh, is a really interesting new moon. So this last quarter moon leads us into uh, the next moon cycle, which um, is a, it's a very interesting term that's happening. So that's what we're going to, um, that's what we're going to look at today. <clears throat> before we get into it, as always, don't forget to like and subscribe, share your comments and tell us what you're thinking or tell us how you're connecting with the astrology of the moment. I love hearing from you guys. You guys know that if you ever want to share a story, you can use the hashtag grabbed and then mention the transit and then tell us your story or email it to us, grabbed at nightlightastrology.com. If you're looking for a transcript of today's talk, you can always find one on the website, nightlightastrology.com. And when you go over to the website, uh, be sure to check out all of my readings and courses. Remember, next week from the 14th of August through the 21st, we're going to be running a one-week sale on my programs, kind of a flash sale that we're doing. So if you want to hop into some of the programs that start in January of 2024 or this November, we have a new, a new program starting, uh, you can pick up uh, those classes at a discounted rate. So uh, we'll be, I'll mention more about that next week when the sale actually uh, launches and I'll take you over the website and show you how to uh, take advantage of it. But just so you know, next week will be a big sale. Okay, any questions about when, anything that you find on the website? any of the classes or readings I offer, email us, info at nightlightastrology.com. All right, let's take a look at the real-time clock because I want, I'm going to actually keep it up today because I'd like to be pointing out these things as we go. There are five features of this uh, last quarter moon. You can see it right here. I've drawn it up, which happens today. It's about five in the morning central time, six in the morning central time, thereabouts. Uh, but the effects of this this uh, last quarter moon are present today and into tomorrow, and they also signify the way in which this cycle is now going to end, this moon cycle, which is fascinating uh, because this moon cycle is um, taking place in uh, the next new moon cycle, excuse me, will take place in Leo, where Venus is currently retrograde. This last quarter moon also takes place in the sign of Taurus, which is the one of the signs of Venus. So in other words, this moon, the moon cycle right now, as we're going through this last quarter moon and into the next cycle are um, highlighting some very interesting turning points in the Venus retrograde cycle. And that's sort of what I want to talk about today. Anyway, there are five features of this last quarter moon that I think are worth paying attention to. And these are in no particular order, just things to be aware of. One is that this is a last quarter moon that is exalted in the sign of Taurus and conjoin Jupiter. So it's a very benefic uh, last quarter moon. And if you're actually able to see it, um, 
you know, depending on where you're at, uh, it can be a little tricky to see a last uh, quarter moon, but you should be able to see it in the evening sky after the sun sets. Um, you can see it late at night and you'll see it with Jupiter. It'd be really, really um, pretty beautiful when it comes up. And, you know, it. I've seen when the moon is in, it depends on what shape the moon has, but when it's with Jupiter or Venus, it's really quite beautiful to uh, to, to see. So those, those, those stars are, uh, the planets are very bright. So at any rate, um, you could certainly notice that there is a, uh, a nice bright moon, exalted moon conjoined with Jupiter, and that this is uh, something that's going to be in the sky and visible for everyone. Now, more importantly, an exalted moon uh, in Taurus, remember that the moon was said to be the ruler of fortune, which means the moon is kind of giving you a picture of how things are flowing, how things are how general, generally the uh, flow of events are going along. And as the moon goes, so goes everything. So if you, you know, if you pay attention to the aspects the moon is making during any given day, what sign the moon's in, whose sign the moon is in, and what planets the moon is aspecting and what phase the moon is in, you will have um, a really an incredible map of how things are unfolding. The moon was one of the primary uh, prognosticators of fate and fortune for ancient astrologers. It was sort of the planet of horary astrology, which was one of the most sort of in the moment predictive uh, forms of astrology that ancient astrologers used. So when you see a last quarter moon that is exalted, and at the time that it's making the last quarter moon, it's also conjoining benefic Jupiter, and both in the sign of a benefic Venus. Uh, that's a special signature. It has just in general that there's an aura of auspiciousness around the last quarter moon purely because of the highly benefic signature of a last quarter moon that is exalted and conjoined with Jupiter. So what would I say about that other than it's auspicious, it's it's beautiful to behold? I would say that there's a lot of support in the air. Taurus often brings things like luxury, stability, security, uh, abundance, wealth, uh, fertility, um, enjoyment, ease, pleasure, harmony. So those features are amplified a little bit at this last quarter moon. And frankly, because we're also dealing with a Venus retrograde right now, and this is happening in Venus's sign, you get the feeling that there this is an important transitional moment for the venus retrograde the beginning of this cycle has been the beginning of venus's cycle was challenging as venus was stationing we had mars opposite saturn as venus was turning retrograde we had the sun opposite pluto we had a new moon cycle that kicked off with a new moon in cancer opposite pluto so the last quarter moon is signifying a it's really the it's really the release point of the lunar cycle. And I like that at this release point, Venus's sign is being highlighted in a very benefic way. And it points to the kind of letting go of the cycle that we're in and the turning toward the next cycle to come, which seems to indicate an auspicious turn for Venus, or there's a there's a general aura of support and um, benevolence in the in the sky around this turning point. So I really like that because I think I've been noticing in clients and, you know, the stories that you guys are sharing that, you know, this last lunar cycle was challenging in a lot of ways. So this is a good sign. 
Number two is that Jupiter is in a superior square to the sun at the time of this um, last quarter moon. And so the although the sun's already passed over the square, Jupiter in a superior position is can be very auspicious. It's like having a very supportive, benevolent person looking over you or a very benevolent energy that's watching out for you that is supportive and uplifting, generally speaking. So <clears throat> the, um, the, the basic thing here is that, again, just like the exalted moon with Jupiter has a general aura of auspiciousness, whenever, the, whenever Jupiter is in a superior square to the sun, you tend to get these magnanimous, sort of warm, generous, regal, heart-centered, uplifting, ennobling qualities. It's, it feels it's very light and... Uh, there's a kind of inspired, hopeful, faithful, optimistic buoyancy that comes in my experience when you've got Jupiter in a superior square to the sun, sun's in its own sign in Leo. So I just feel like these two things together make this last quarter moon feel differently. Now, remember, last quarter moons typically indicate releasing and letting go, harvesting the fruits of the current cycle and letting go. And so what an auspicious letting go of the current cycle. I'm optimistic that that means if we've been doing some hard work, that we're starting to gather the fruits of that labor and say, wow, look at what we've done. Things are ready to be integrated. We're ready to turn the page and move into maybe a more positive, supported, warm, integrated, kind of a feeling of, of having moved through some turbulent, some difficult uh, places. You know, the, the card that comes to my mind in the tarot is, I believe it's the Seven of Swords. Let me just see if I can bring it up. And I don't know, this image just kind of popped into my head, but... Maybe it's, uh, maybe it is the six of swords. Yeah, it's the six. I mean, I'm going to put it up on the screen so you can actually see it. There you can see it. It. Sorry, I guess my, my drawing is still up. But you can see it shows like a person that is um, paddling a boat and there's swords in the boat. And the general meaning of the card is often associated with like a kind of like a bridge over troubled waters. Like you're leaving something difficult behind. There's a transition. You found some support and some ability to move past the turbulent time. You've collected some damage, but you're moving past it now. Uh, personal transition uh, or transition, change, rite of passage, releasing baggage. Those are the themes that that I guess that website mentioned that I've also always been taught about the six of uh, swords. But if you guys know more about that card, I'd love to hear from you guys as well. But my point is that when you look at the transit of the last quarter moon and you see that Jupiter is square to the sun and this, the moon is exalted and that it's a releasing point in the midst of a Venus retrograde that is also the host of the last quarter moon, you just, I just get this feeling of a bridge over troubled waters and that we're, we're finding a place of being, being ready to leave things behind and, and uh, to pack, pack, you know, sort of pack up the old stuff and, um, and let it go. Number three, Venus, ruler of the moon, is also square to Uranus while the retrograde is taking place or while the last quarter moon is taking place. So we talked about Venus squaring Uranus yesterday, but notice this. Venus retrograde squaring Uranus at the exact same time, you also get the feeling of liberation that Venus through her retrograde is reaching a point of greater freedom or breakthrough. 
So you get the last quarter moon exalted with Jupiter, Jupiter square to the sun, and you get Venus, the ruler of the last quarter moon, hitting a liberating square to Uranus. Not only this, but then the next feature stands out to me. I'm going to take this forward just a little bit. So one of the things that's happening is as the dark moon is coming through, the balsamic moon, between the last quarter and the next new moon, Venus will also be reborn. So this last quarter moon pushing us through, letting go of the old cycle and pushing us toward the new, between the last quarter and the next new moon, we see Venus Kazemi, Venus conjoining the sun, going through the heart of the sun and experiencing a moment of rebirth. This is happening just as the next new moon is about to form. Again, you get the feeling of a major transition around Venusian things. Now look at the house topic. We've done multiple horoscope sessions on the house topics of Leo. If that's your fourth house, it might be home, property, the past, family karma. If it's in the marriage house, it could be relationships. Could be relationships anyway with Venus, right? Maybe it's your career. And then what's interesting is not only is Venus about to be reborn between last quarter and the next new moon within her cycle, uh, but then Venus and the sun will swap positions. This is really interesting. So right as Venus is reborn, then we get the sun going through. Here's the, you know, here, I'll just point out what the new moon looks like. So the new moon in Leo that comes through, which starts the next cycle, happens as, the, as Venus and the sun are swapping positions. Now you have the new moon square Uranus as Venus is now being reborn as the morning star very gradually, and she is now going into a square with Jupiter where the sun was at the last quarter moon. So there's this very, like this theme of breakthrough and revolution and a very uplifting supportive uh, element from Jupiter. It's very much highlighting the, the transition and transformation of Venus that's taking place. So if you look at this all together, we're talking about, you know, between uh, today and say August 16th on the next new moon, a very powerful transition for Venus. Um, I've got to think that that bodes well for the work that we're doing this Venus retrograde, that these details of the last quarter moon, when you put them all together, it's like a detective puzzle. Uh, it's like a, a bunch of clues the detective is trying to put together to solve the case. You get you get the feeling that we have we are reaching a really important and very positive looking moment of transformation for venus very uplifting and you might remember back earlier in the summer when i talked about this venus retrograde cycle i said look when the time you get into the cycle a little bit things hit this very positive note and i get my guess is that the early part of the venus retrograde will be more difficult the second part will be significantly lighter and that's where we're heading now so that's what makes this last quarter moon, not just your average last quarter moon, because of what it implies, because of where things are heading between the releasing point of this last quarter and the next new moon, the Jupiter uh, and exalted moon, the Jupiter square to the sun, Venus squaring Uranus, Venus about to be reborn through the Kazemi, and then the Venus sun swap of positions squaring Uranus and Jupiter in, in uh, reverse order. I, I'm I'm optimistic that some of the most exciting, uplifting, you know, that part where you go, okay, it was all worth it. I think for this Venus retrograde cycle, that's where we're coming into uh, in the week ahead. So this is my most optimistic take at any rate. 
I hope that you guys enjoyed uh, following along with this. Please do leave your comments and reflections in the in the comment section. I'd love to hear from you guys and hear how you're tracking this uh, transit as it goes along. Uh, feel free to use the hashtag grabbed if you have a good story to share. We'd love to aggregate some of those and do a storytelling episode uh, again soon. And uh, yeah, I look forward to more as the week goes on. There's, I think, um, there's going to be a few more opportunities to continue unpacking some of the big changes that are at play right now. Anyway, that's it for now. I hope you guys are having a great day and we'll see you again tomorrow. Bye everyone.